0: Welcome to another episode of Theological Pipe. News, culture, sports, politics, and everything else from a theological perspective. It's all summed up in love. What should I do? Tell me. God is good. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give, it to me, give me peace. That in your theological pipe and smoke it. Hey, welcome to another episode of Theological Pipe. My name's Chris. Thanks for being here. As always, uh, we're going to get right into it today. Uh, Just covering different things: some culture, some news, some sports, politics, uh, and again from the perspective of there is a God theological perspective. in Nigeria, um, saw this on, I think, a Facebook feed and then went and read the articles about it. Um, but in Nigeria, uh, 1,200 Christians uh, have been murdered um, this year so far in 2020. Uh 12, uh, it was 1,200, and I think 1,202, 1,207 uh, was the number. Um, but they're being murdered by uh, Boko, Boko Haram, I think that's how you say it. Uh, you probably remember that name. They're a terrorist, um, you know, Islamic extremist terrorist group uh, in Africa. Um, and if you probably remember them from the, the Bring Back the Girls hashtag, if you remember back a few years uh, when President Obama was uh, was in office. Um, and they had the hashtag, hashtag, um, bring back our girls. Um, and, uh, there's a really, really good, uh, comedy skit. This isn't funny, but there was a really good comedy skit by Bill Burr, uh, about bring back the girl, bring back those, bring back the girls. Um, and, uh, you can go look it on YouTube, just look Bill Burr, um, bring back the girls, Boko Haram. Uh, and he, he just did it. It was really pretty funny, uh, the way he did it because of, you know, the hashtag diplomacy that they were doing. Um, but that group is going around in Africa, um, murdering Christians because they're Christians, uh, because of their beliefs. And there's, um, you know, watch groups and stuff that are saying that it's, it's uh, equivalent to Christian genocide in that country. Uh, and they're just systematically going through and killing people. Uh, so I thought that was pretty disheartening and probably something you don't hear a whole lot about. Um, you probably don't hear a lot about Christian persecution, uh, but over the past few years, in different researches and different groups have, have done um, studies and shown that the most persecuted group in the world... You know, most people would say it was it was Muslims or it was uh, it was Black people or it was um, based on some sort of sexual identity or something. It's it's Christians by a pretty big margin in the most countries and the most incidences. Uh, and then and Jewish people are right behind them. So um, you know you don't hear a lot about that for some reason. Um, and, and if you go do a search for Nigeria Christian genocide, um, you know, using uh, Google or Bing or Yahoo, whatever search engine you want, uh, or go to Twitter and just type in those, you know, that that thing. You're not going to see a lot of NBC or ABC or MSNBC or CNN or New York Times. You're not going to see a lot of coverage um, on that. If any, it's going to be some obscure um, article or someone pushing that out. So uh, 1,200 Christians murdered this year in in Nigeria. Uh, And then I mentioned this yesterday. I misspelled it on my on the podcast, uh, and I believe it's pronounced the the Uyghurs or Uyghurs. Um, it's U Y G H U R S, and and they are China. Uh, a Chinese um, Muslim population uh, that are being sent into concentration camps. Uh, there are actually videos of the Chinese government lining these people up um, at a train station to get them on a train to take them to a concentration camp. Uh, and, and there's a couple of those videos. They shave their heads, they line them up, and they're taking them away. And, and, and from reading, uh, they're telling those groups you have to denounce your culture you have to denounce your religion and you have to pledge allegiance to uh, the government and to President Xi, uh, XI, President Xi, uh, however you pronounce it. Um, there's two million of these people, um, of the, this, this group in concentration camps, two million of them. Uh, and who knows, what, what if they don't denounce their religion? What if they don't pledge allegiance to the president? Uh, there, there's a decent chance that they're probably dead. So how many have died? How many, have, you know, they're, they're doing this right now. Uh, and, and again, not a lot of coverage if you look at the mainstream media. If you go to, again, go to Twitter and put in the U-Y-G-H-U-R-S, the Uyghurs, Uyghurs, um, and then put NBC News, ABC News, CBS News, you're not going to see any coverage of it. Uh, they may, may have made scant, men- scant mention of it. Uh, you know, weeks ago. Uh, but this is going on right now. And, and this is horrible, uh, that they're putting, I don't care what religion they are, what they're taking a group of people and saying, you better listen to us. You better believe like us. And if not, we're going to ship you off, um, into, uh, concentration camps to do no, to do who knows what. And that's, that's nuts. Um, and it's, it's concerning because this is happening right now. Uh, and it's also concerning because also in the past few days, there was a story, uh, story broke uh, that there are Christians in China, in, in remote, small, poor villages. Uh, there are Christians now in China that the government is going around and telling them that they have to denounce Jesus. They have to take down any Christian symbolism. So if they have a cross hanging up, they have to take it down. If they have pictures of, you know, uh, if they're Catholics and they have Virgin Mary, whatever, if they have any symbolism of Christianity, they have to take it down. Uh, They have to pledge allegiance again to the government and to president Z. uh, And they have to put up pictures of him. And they're saying, if you don't do it, uh, we're going to take away your welfare. Because again, they're going right now to just the poorest parts. And they're saying, if you don't denounce Christianity, you're not getting any money. Uh, And, and again, it doesn't take a genius to figure out what the next step is. They're going to be on train soon uh, unless people start stepping up and speaking out. And that's a disappointing part on a, on a lot of this. And, and again, Twitter is a cesspool and social media is a cesspool a lot of times. But you see a lot of people who are asking people who have the ability to speak up not doing it. Uh, and, and the reason that a lot of corporations, the reason that a lot of you know sports leagues don't do this, and you could look at the NBA um, and and China, and you can go talk about, you can go do some research on that. They've had some issues with not speaking up uh, against. Chinese atrocities, and and they also uh, a few months ago uh, actually you know got on and punished one of the owners for for supporting freedom for Hong Kong, uh, and so uh, you can look at a lot of people calling the NBA out saying, listen, you guys have a platform, you can step up and say, hey, concentration camps aren't a good thing. You can step up and say, hey, stop. You know, oppressing the people in Hong Kong, you can step up now and say, "Hey, you shouldn't be making people denounce their Christianity; otherwise, they don't get their their welfare that they that they that they earn or that they that the government gives them." Um, and, and again, these things are going on. These are these are horrible um, atrocities. These are I mean, you're looking at people dying because of their belief, their, their religious beliefs in Nigeria. They're Christians and they're being they're being massacred. You have uh, a group of Muslims in China that are being sent to concentration camps, and there's. Video of it. This is not some wide-eyed conspiracy that people are putting. You can see video of them, shaved heads, being put on trains to go to concentration camps. And then you can see the stories of the Christians in China now being told to denounce Christianity, take down your crosses, and put up pictures of the president. Where, where's the outrage? Uh, I, I know that there, we have issues in this country, um, but it pales in comparison, in my opinion—not not, not my opinion, in anyone's opinion— to people being put on trains to go to concentration camps, to be murdered, uh, to, to having people saying you better denounce your religion or we're going to put you in a concentration camp, we're going to stop giving you money, we're going to make you, uh, you know, starve to death. Uh, what what a horrible thing! People being killed in Nigeria and 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 nobody's outraged at this, um, but we're going to be outraged at a, a statue or or. A word that we don't like. I mean, I live in Oklahoma. There's even a petition now to change the name of a restaurant that's been in Stillwater for for decades, Eskimo Joe's, because Eskimo Joe's is offensive. Apparently, it's not. Um, but that's that's what that's what we're that's what we're focusing on here. While people in other countries are being shipped to concentration camps where they're being told to denounce their religion uh, and and pledge allegiance to the president Z, you know, the communist dictatorship. Um, and and that's that's horrible, and I think maybe some some attention needs to be put on that. And and I don't know if this is a, a put that in your theological pipe moment, or, or, you know, or thing like that. You don't have to really think about it, but I think you need to to know about it. Uh, and I bet there's people that that don't know that this is going on, or or ignore that it's going on, and that's a shame. I think you know we need to if we're going to be for people, uh, if we're going to say that that lives matter, put whatever adjective you want to put in front of there. Um, you know the the ooh. The Uyghurs, sorry, choke on that. The Uyghurs' lives, they matter, right? The Christians in China, their lives matter. Uh, the the Nigerian Christians, their lives matter. Uh, they're being killed and murdered and, and put in the concentration camps. And if we're going to say that black lives matter, and they do, um, so do these lives. So do, so do people that are being persecuted and, and um, you know, again possibly killed all across the world and and so I don't want to bring things down but man we, we've got to really be cognizant of what's going on and really educate ourselves and do some research and don't let the media just tell you what they want to tell you you know you go out and do research on your own uh, I'm one of those nerds that when a report comes out that says something I don't read the head, just read the headline. Uh, I'll go read the report that came out to make sure that what they're saying is true and, and sadly these days most of the time it's not you know um, so Nigeria, uh, Chinese Christians and Chinese Ugars, Uggers, uh, I know I'm mispronouncing it man I apologize but you know if you're if you're someone who prays, if you're someone who believes in a higher power and believes in the power of prayer, you might want to start praying for those people um, and start praying for our leaders to, to step up and start... Um... You know, doing something for these people, Uh, and you should be doing that anyway. As as a believer, maybe that's the theological pipe moment. We need to pray. Uh, You know, the Bible says that we're supposed to pray for our leaders um, and and whoever's in power. And that that doesn't make a difference if it's um, a Republican or a Democrat or someone in another country that we don't like or we do like. We need to pray for them um, and pray that they have wisdom and strength and and that they are directed and by by God and know what to do. Uh, and, and prayer works, uh, and it's something that we need to, to, to pay attention to and, 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 and utilize as believers. You know, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, I don't care, we need to pray. Uh, and again, as Christian men, pray, and, and the Bible says you pray for those that are in charge, and, and we need to do that. So, uh, you know, pray for your president, pray for your governor, pray for your mayor, Pray for uh, all the people in charge that are dealing with a lot of things, um, and 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 they can use it. Uh, and, and prayer works. So I'll say that could be that put that put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. Prayer works, um, and, and you need to use it. Um, so I'll, I'll, let's move to I don't want to say a happy, yeah, it's a, a little happier, a little more lighthearted. It's going to be quite a transition to go from you know persecution and concentration camps to what is the best. Movie opening sequence ever. Uh, I saw a tweet, I think it was Super 70s Sports. Uh, they have a pretty good uh, Twitter account. Uh, and they said, you know, best movie opening ever go. Uh, and they started people started listing. So I started thinking about it. Um, and I was like, okay, I came up with a list. This is my list. It's, it's not an exhaustive list. And I didn't think about it very long. Um, and this is not in any order. I think I'll probably pick my top one when I'm done. I'm going to give you um, one, two, three, four, six of them. I'm gonna give my top six of the best movie opening sequences ever. So the best opening of a movie um, that you ever ever Saw what, what would you be your favorite? And, and the first one I thought of was Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, which is an incredible movie, great movie, one of the best actors, Harrison Ford. Um, but man, the whole scene of him going and getting that little statue and, and, and the boulder coming after him and then, you know, being chased off and getting on this plane with the snake. Uh, that was just pure magic when I saw it the first time. And I think that movie is probably the one that I went and saw in the theater's Uh, The most, you know, and that was back in the day where you had to go to the theater. You didn't, you know, come rent it and watch it uh, on video or or DVD or streaming it. Uh, But I must have gone at least ten times to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's how great I thought that movie was, and that opening scene uh, was incredible. So Raiders of the Lost Ark is definitely one of them. Uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars, four A New Hope, Um, but it'll always be Star Wars to me. Again, uh, you know, an iconic scene. Uh, you know, the the shadow of the spaceship and Princess Leia's uh, of the Star Destroyer and Princess Leia's uh, ship going away and, and Darth Vader coming on. You know, that was, again, a phenomenal scene um, and will always be etched in my memory. I can remember seeing that in New York, Long Island, Smithtown. Um, I don't think it was opening day, but the theater was packed. Uh, and I remember it because there was a, uh, um, a young man, I'll say young man, again, I was probably like seven at the time, but there was an older guy in front of me and he had some, uh, it was a guy with uh, developmental disabilities uh, and he was rocking in his seat. And he was so into the movie that everything that happened, he would comment on and everything that, that everything exciting, he would ooh and ah and make noise. And I just, it, it was one of those things that even as a kid, I remember seeing a lot of people being uh, uh, upset about it. But by the time the movie was over, everyone was so into the movie that they were kind of living through that guy. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to yell at it and I want to scream and I want to cheer. And I'll remember when Luke was, this is not the opening scene and I'm getting way off topic, but I remember Luke going down the trench, uh, um, in his x-wing to destroy this the the death star and as he was the guy was just rocking back and forth in his seat and he just kept repeating over and over keep on trucking luke keep on trucking luke and then when you know he did it he you know when he destroyed this the the death star the dude raised his hands up in the air and started cheering everyone in the in the audience started cheering it was great so uh star wars he I made mean, just an iconic movie you know again great one of the best opening scenes ever uh one that I didn't think of and then I was scrolling through my movie He's on iTunes. And I was like, that is a great opening. Uh, the movie cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone, uh, where he has to go up on the mountain and he's rescuing a buddy with his girlfriend and they're on a, on a, a rope, you know, going across a, a, a cavern or between two mountains. And he actually drops her and kills her or well, he didn't kill her, but she, she, he dropped her. And, uh, that was a great scene, man. That was one of those scenes that was just like, what? what is going on here? And the, the photography was great. And the mountain climbing was great. So cliffhangers, another one of them. Uh, I put rounders down, uh, rounders is probably not probably, it is the best poker movie ever. Um, and, and I, I play poker, me and my family play poker. We play poker all the time. Uh, and, um, it's a great, it's a great opening scene. Uh, and, and, I've never lost my life savings in a poker match, but I've lost hands in poker where I didn't think I was going to lose. And and just the, the way it's shot, uh, the, the 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 words that they use, the 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 conversations that they have, the feel of it is just incredible. Uh, and it's just a great opening to a movie. Uh, so Rounders is one. Uh, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever um not because there's any action not because there's anything cool going on it's john travolta walking through the streets of new york uh going to get paint and and, and staying you know and the Bee Gees are singing Right. And, but man, what a scene. Just, just his, just his feet walking is iconic. And it's a great, great opening scene to a movie. uh, And it sets the tone for the movie. And so it's a great opening scene. And then probably one that I think most people would say number one if they thought about it. uh, And I, and I think it might be number one. I'm trying to debate whether I'm going to put something different for my all time number one opening scene to a movie. uh, But saving Private Ryan. it just—it was brutal. Um, it was honest. It was—it was real. Um, and I can remember watching it. and I think it goes on for twenty minutes. And I can remember watching it in the theater and just the silence that that people had from that, just because of the brutality of it and the realness of it, and and the way it made you feel like you were there. Uh, and, and that was just that was just amazing. So on probably on everything from cinematography to the, to the, the camera shaking when it needs to shake to the, to the way you could almost smell and feel the sand on your face and, and smell the beach and feel the splatters and stuff like that, that probably for most people would be the number one scene in a movie. And, um, yeah, I really can't disagree with that. So i probably say if I had to pick one, I want to pick Raiders of the Lost Ark just because of what that movie meant to me and the fact that I saw it so many times. Um, but best movie opening sequence of all time... Uh, saving private ryan uh, i don't i don't have a problem i don't have a problem with any others there's others there's like godfather and there's jaws um and there's uh, even rocky 3 is is an incredible opening scene um but I, that's so, just something fun to th- to do and something to, fun to think about so uh you know maybe wh- if you if you comment you can comment if you uh if you're thinking about it, just think to yourself what's the best opening movie sequence you ever saw which what's, what's your favorite um so that's it uh you know uh, again Two totally different topics to talk about. Uh, best movie opening sequence: Saving Private Ryan. Uh, and then, like I said before, man, if if you pray or if you believe in the power power of prayer, which again, the majority of people in the world. Believe in a higher power, um, and most of those people believe in prayer and believe in that kind of stuff. So if you pray, man, be praying for people that are persecuted. You know, pray for the people in the United States if you're listening in the United States. Pray for them. Pray for pray for 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 oppressed people. Pray for poor people. Pray for um, the people that are down and out. Pray for the people that are struggling with things, with addictions and 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 problems and issues, and and really pray for everybody, every one of us right now because of the coronavirus. We, we we're suffering from depression from loneliness, from anxiety, from fear. Uh, so pray for each other. Pray for this country. Uh, we do have issues, um, but I also think that there are way bigger issues when it comes to people being sent to concentration camps and people being assassinated and murdered because of their religion, and it's happening now, not just in Nigeria. In the Middle East, there's a bunch of countries where uh, Christian genocide is happening, and you could look that up. Um, and again, the Christians in China and the, the the again, I'm going to mispronounce it, the Uyghurs in China uh, that are being put to in concentration camps, two million of them. You know, pray. Uh, prayer works, um, and if you believe that, pray. So I'll leave you with that. There's your theological pipe moment. You know, put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. You know, prayer works, and we need to pray uh, for each other um, and for people around the world. Um, And again, just be nice. Have fun every once in a while. You know, talk about opening movie sequences. Talk about your favorite songs. Maybe we'll do that sometime. Um, But be nice to people, because when you're nice to people, man, good things can happen. Um, And and we need to do that. We need more of that in this country. So, um, you know, be nice. Put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. And thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. There's a big snake in the plane, Shock! Oh, that's just my pet snake, Reggie! I hate snakes, Shock! I hate him! Come on! Show a little backbone, will ya?